Your voice. Your life. Your afternoon radio. On 702 Afternoons. With Relebo Gile Mabota. Seven minutes to two o'clock. Let us talk about you possibly being liable for your spouse's tax bill. Give us a call. 011-883-0702 in the WhatsApp line 072-702-1702. We're joined by Dr. Rochelle um, Ramphal, who is specialist on taxation and associate professor at University of South Africa in the Department of Auditing. Doctor, welcome to the show. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you, Rilobihile. It's good to be with you today and actually have the opportunity to talk about this really uh, critical topic, which generally people shy away from, um, you know, and looking at how um, marriage and particularly the type of marriage actually attracts different sort of tax implications. So thank you for that. So oh, when we speak to possibly being liable, is this only in the cases of in community of property marriages? That's correct. Um, so in general, individuals are not automatically liable for their spouse's tax bills uh, solely because they're married. It is particularly in the case of an antinatural contract, which generally says that that means that you have um, assets and liabilities uh, that belong to uh, both parties uh, in the um, in the marriage, and they form part of what we call a joint or communal estate. So, in essence. You basically share the rewards of those assets, mm. um, and and by the same token, you also need to sharing the liabilities, which could then mean the uh, income tax liabilities that are associated with, um, well, not necessarily income tax, but the actual tax liabilities that are part of that um, um, joint that that communal estate. So, can you give the scenario of what would qualify? Um, and, and we are of the understanding before anybody asks that if you are in a customary marriage, um, unless you, you otherwise where there is a, a, um, contract stating otherwise, you are married in community of property. So what are the scenarios that one could find themselves liable? Is it after a certain period where they've been a- unable to recover from the spouse where now um, when they start to attach assets as SARS does, um, that they could just pull from the joint estate? Uh, so essentially, I think that, you know, if we backtrack just a little bit, um, you know, uh, SARS has gone quite, uh, I'd say, um, sassy with regard to third-party information. <laughs> and they actually receive um, a lot of that information already. So before you get to that point, you know, um, you'll find that if you had declared on your income tax return that you're married in community of property, that your income tax return would have been pre-populated already with those with those amounts. So they would have done a third-party verification with the Home Affairs to to verify that you were you are married in community of property, and they would have you, you know you would have accrued that. So it's it's difficult to actually say that you didn't know about those sort of um, tax debts in this day and age. You know, us living in the digital world as such. Um, so yes, I think at the point when it, it has come to receiving an assessment, so you would have already probably pre-seen those assessments that have come through, which would have held you liable for it. Uh, at the point when I think that they fall short of, of claiming from the husband, I'm going to call it the husband, or either spouse, 
Um, in, in our win. scenario, it's the husband who defaulted. <laughs> but yes, it could be either spouse. Yes, <laughs> either spouse. And then, you know, they can look towards the, the other spouse's uh, assets as such. You know, essentially, they may be registered um, separately as, you know, registered uh, owners of the actual assets. But because they form part of this communal or joint estate, they're actually seen as one sort of a state. So there's, there's no separation as such between the spouses. Those assets actually uh, belong to both spouses. Yes. So, yeah. <laughs> so so in, in the worst case scenario, um, what can the other spouse do um, to protect themselves? Or is it as simple as there's nothing you can do for as long as your estate is joint? I think you you correct in the, in your last statement. As long as your your estate is joined, you'll be jointly liable for not for for the the, um, the income that arises as a result of owning those assets, mm. right? Uh, but say I mean you know um, you're estranged for some reason or you've decided to separate, then there is a recourse. You know what happens is that. Um, you can actually inform SARS of the separation by completing um, certain forms or you can lodge a dispute. So, um, yeah, I think until you decide, um, as long as you decide to be together, you're jointly liable for that. Mm, mm. And I mean, it, it is some, such an unfortunate situation that some people might find themselves in. So uh, in your perspective i know you're not an expert on um the types of marriages and whether it should be in community of property are you finding that it is still a safer bet for those that choose to get married to have a prenup um even if it's anc or not anc or anti-nuptial contract or premarital whatever we want to call it (laughs) do you still think that because of all these implications people are not aware of it is probably best to keep it that way so, uh, in, in essence, I wouldn't say that getting married in community of property is actually, um, uh, you know, it's a problem because in certain instances, they, you know, because you get an opportunity to actually split that income, um, and then there's also certain exemptions that both um, parties qualify for, you may experience a reduced tax liability, <laughs> you know. Yes. So, so I, I think there's a lot um, at stake is the human dimension of how one interacts in your relationships and, you know, having some level of honesty about and talking through these issues, which just generally as a society, we, we tend to be quite closed into, um, you know, so I'm, I'm, it's not necessary that community of, of property um, is bad, you know, it's just that if there is liabilities, you know, that needs to be openly communicated about and and you need to prepare for that. So, um, you know, the cumulative income is it's, it's, it's because it's deemed to have accrued to both parties uh, and, and say in, 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 in a particular instance where one spouse has accrued a larger value in income, for example, from investments or rental, then the individual will not be fully liable for taxes due and able to potentially diminish their liability payable to SARS. Mm. Um, and this can be advantageous if the other spouse earns, you know, possibly low or no communal income. So, so, so there are, an over, there a, are a lower tax rate. So yes. basically there are the positives 
um, um, but there also are the negatives depending on the scenarios and one would definitely have to do or the couple would have to do their homework before they decide what they want to do um, when they get married. Doctor, thank you so, so much for your time.